0: Hello and welcome to week four of the Waging New Yorker Fantasy Forecast. It's your boy Elijah here. We're approaching week four, the NFL season. I hope uh, for the most part your season has gotten off to a good start. Uh, not to dwell, dabble too much into my personal leagues, but across three leagues right now, I got a 3-0 team, a 2-1 team, and a 1-2 and team, so... Pretty, pretty, you know, average around the specter The three and O team is pretty impressive, but obviously, you know, you want to be somewhere. I would obviously say if you're oh and three right now, this week is p- pretty much a must win to some extent. Um, I don't know what the percentages are of like teams that make the playoffs and fantasy that start out like oh and three, O four, but I know it's very, very low. I've seen an and four team come back before, but obviously, like I said the more you lose in the beginning without getting a win the smaller room for error you leave yourself later in the year so you know this is the year where you know make sure you cross off all all t's all your i's make sure you don't make any simple mistakes because like like i said like i've seen in a lot of matchups in the previous weeks every point matters so you know If you need to make sure you got an actual kicker, like if you've been starting a kicker that hasn't been scoring more than like two points, a kicker that's on an inefficient offense, a la like the Broncos, the Jets, for example, even though the Jets are on bye this week, it's time to replace them. Get a kicker that's going to get you at least six to eight points solid, obviously. And that same goes with DST. If you're starting a DST, that's bottom of the league playing against a good defense. Switch them out. Try to play it safe try to minimize the amount of negative points and zero and donuts you're getting for people. So if there's a time that uh to turn it around, this is it. Um before we get into the week four forecast, I wanna uh just tackle a few things because this is breaking and I feel this is very pressing for a lot of people. So uh as of like probably around eight thirty on the Eastern East, Eastern Standard Time, it's been announced that Melvin Gordon is going to report back to the Chargers facility tomorrow, tomorrow being Thursday, probably today when you're listening to this. Um, And a lot of people are probably wondering what that means for fantasy. Obviously, if you drafted Melvin Gordon or auctioned him, got him in the league, it was at a discount, obviously, knowing that he would probably miss. I guess the assumption was that he was going to miss at least the first seven to eight games of the season. Um, now that he's coming back early, I think for a lot of people, maybe it's a little earlier than we may have expected, obviously. So um, from the initial report from Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, uh, it appears Melvin Gordon is going to report tomorrow for practice. Obviously, Thursday practices in the NFL aren't too much. Um, being that he's missed all of the off-season conditioning training, I'm not sure how much actual physical physical football work he would actually participate in. But knowing that, I would say the soonest we could expect him to play, obviously, would be tomorrow, right? But with that being said, a lot of people, there's two sides of this story, and maybe three if you really reach reaching. So um, the first side is I drafted Austin Eckler standalone without Melvin Gordon, like most people did, and or Justin Jackson. And I've been using Austin Eckler as a starter, who, for the most part, has been an RB1. He's been phenomenal, especially in PPR format throughout the early uh, half of the year. So now a lot of people are panicking and wondering, what do I do now? Um, so here's my theory. I obviously think once Melvin Gordon comes back, obviously he's he was always much of a workhorse back. However, I, I do think this is a very different situation. Um, you got to understand, obviously I'm assuming Melvin has been doing off-season conditioning. He's been training on the side, I'm assuming, and not just on Twitter throughout this holdout. But... There's nothing like actual football action for your body to get used to, and there's no way to really replicate that without being in the game. So what I do expect is I expect the Chargers to ease him back in because as good as a player as he is, the Chargers are in the thick of a play like of a uh, of a season. You know what I mean? They can't afford for Melvin Gordon to be rusty and averaging 2.0 yards per carry. So I definitely think within the first week to maybe one to three weeks, you should expect. It to be more of a timeshare, more of a committee of Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler. I think Justin Jackson probably gets a couple carries in between there, obviously. But definitely, I don't think you see what I think long term is that you will not see Melvin Gordon being the workhorse that he used to be getting 25 to 30 carries. Not at least not until later in this season depending upon where they are in the playoff picture. And also, you got to under, also understand that the Chargers know that there's a probably good possibility that they will not bring Melvin Gordon back next year. If he didn't get an extension this year, there's no reason to believe he's going to get it next year. Knowing that, I'm pretty sure there's a part of them that may want to see what they have going in the future with Melvin Gordon and Justin Jackson. Therefore, I think there's reason for them to make sure that those guys both stay involved within the offense. So what I'm saying is if you have Melvin Gordon it's not like you're going to, you know, be disappointed. Like I said, you didn't pay full price for him whether it was dra- whether it was with draft value or whatever you paid for him in the auction more than likely. So obviously, if you have Melvin Gordon in your roster, I don't know who they actually play next week. Uh I could check right now. The Chargers play, they play the Broncos next week. Obviously, I don't know if you feel good about throwing Melvin Gordon into your lineup right after week 1, right after he comes back. But, you know, if, you, if you're if you patient, obviously wait, see what he develops in. Obviously, it's a good value for you. You have a good running back who should receive a lot of goal line carries, obviously. But uh, Austin Eckler, obviously, I think he still retains value. At the very least, he's a high-end flex. I think he's the RB2 and definitely RB2 in PPR. And I think he'll still be heavily involved in the offense. So that's that. But like I said, thinking that, like I said, all those players like you took early, took later in drafts who usually would go higher due to injury or, or NFL due to injury or like holdout situation. Those guys, like I said, their value now, if you could trade Melvin Gordon for an RB1 who's been playing and you could get that value, go for it. I would say do the same thing with A.J. Green. If you could get A.J. Green and perhaps trade him for someone like a Mike Evans who's been underperforming but we know what he's capable of. Go for it, absolutely, but enough of my advice. Let's get into the week four forecast. So coming up on thursday september twenty sixth we have the Thursday night game. We have the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Green Bay, Wisconsin, to take on the Packers um right now, this game is set at Packers went by minus four over under forty six um obviously. What I've seen this year, a lot of people have seen the struggles of Aaron Rodgers in this Packers offense. Not that it's been bad, but it's been very uninspiring for the most part. Like I said, they've seen the guy and off the great starts in the early, early in the game, and then the offense kind of sputters, doesn't really move the ball too well. It actually really seems like a very conservative offense. We're not seeing much of Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball down the field like he used to, improvising, moving around in the pocket, running out the pocket running for extra yards, you don't really see any of that. And for a lot of Aaron Rodgers owners, that may definitely be – he's definitely been a disappointment based on what you have drafted him at. What I will say is he has been against three remarkably good defenses, We at least we think they are on paper. Um, what I would say for this game is you're going to obviously start Aaron Rodgers, not benching him in this game, but let this game be the true litmus test as to what he is. If you see another game from Aaron Rodgers where it's just very conservative, they're running the ball a lot, they're playing very safe, they're not throwing the ball downfield, I'm going to make the bold statement. You may want to look into maybe moving Aaron Rodgers. With a position as deep as quarterback, there's definitely a lot of places you could go. At quarterback if you were to trade him if you could trade him and receive back like actual value someone that you could actually use as a starter maybe trade him for someone that's underperforming as well like a george kittle for example if you don't have a tight end that may be a move you're willing to make but obviously for this week against his eagles the the Eagles secondary that's been garbage for the past two three years Uh, a lot of their uh, guys on their d-line are hurt um obviously you go start and Rodgers, and if he doesn't if he doesn't play well then you have a bigger issue to worry about um obviously you're starting Devonte adams who's also been lackluster this should be a get right game for him definitely um outside of Devonte adams i don't like any of the receivers except Marquez Valdez gantlin uh if you've been holding on to geronimo allison like i was in one league i think you could definitely cut bait with him there's a lot of Better wide receivers out there that show way more upside and honestly are just, you know, they just have way more upside. He hasn't really been any type of productive outside of one touchdown he had two weeks ago. So I'd get away from him if possible. Um, Jimmy Graham, obviously, unless your tight end is on by, which is like Kittle pretty much, I don't see any reason you really have to start him. He's just a tight end, dependent tight end. I mean, touchdown dependent tight end at this point. But um, in terms of the Eagles, this is a must-win game for Philly. I think even though this Green Bay defense has looked pretty impressive so far, um, the sample size of what it's played against, like I said, isn't really telling. They've only played the Broncos, the Vikings, and the Bears. So knowing that, I don't think this is a defense where you're you know benching your studs. Obviously, you're starting Zach Ertz, even though Carson Wentz hasn't been spectacular. i look for him to bounce back in this game. I think you could play Wentz, definitely. Um, Obviously, I think Alshon, as of now, practicing full today, is looking like he's going to play tomorrow on Thursday night. Um, Alshon definitely must start, um, even though I think this is not the greatest of matchups, but obviously if you don't have, he's definitely at least a wide receiver too for this game. Um, And obviously, monitor the injuries, I think Deshaun Jackson's still out. Nelson Aguilar might have some flex value, definitely. And Zach Ertz, you definitely, you'll definitely, obviously start Zachary. But um, yeah, in terms of the running backs, I get I get away from all of them. Not really liking what I've seen from Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard just not getting enough work, even though he looks like the better back. Definitely just try and get away from those guys. For the most part, um, in terms of the Packers, yeah, you're obviously starting Aaron Jones. Even though, like I said, I've seen uh, Jamal Williams getting a little bit more work than most of us may have desired, but You'll start Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, obviously keep on your bench. All right, spent way too much time on that game. Let's get to the Sunday slate. So we have the Titans traveling to Atlanta for a 1 o'clock start. Um, this Titans defense is one of the better defenses in the league. Atlanta's offense at times has looked not really convincing this year. Um, I definitely look at this as a bounce-back matchup for them. Obviously, start Julio, start Ridley. You're starting Matt Ryan Austin Hooper has proven that he's not a bad tight end, obviously. He's a middle-to-pack tight end. He's been pretty good. Obviously, you could start him. Um, Freeman, I think this is a tough match for him. Uh, This Tennessee Titans defense has been really good against the run this season from what we've seen. We've seen them pretty much hold Leonard Fournette to like two yards per carry last week. The week before that, they were playing... I think they played the Browns week one. They held Chubb, they kept Chubb pretty much under wraps. So it appears to be a really good defense. Even the Colts, I feel like they defended Marlon Mack pretty well for the most part. So stingy run defense. I would definitely be a little cautious with, with this one. If you could if you have like, like I said, if you could sit out Devonta Freeman, if you have a better matchup, go that route. Um and yeah, that's it for the Falcons. In terms of the Titans, Mariota's absolutely dog shit. Um, there's no way you were planning on starting him anyways. Even though this is a good matchup against his Falcons defense, I don't like him in this spot. Um, Can't start Corey. I don't think you can start any of the Titans receivers. Um, you can start Delaney Walker at tight end, but outside of that, you really can start most of these guys. Derrick Henry, obviously, in standard. You'll start him. He's RB2 just because of the workloads he's been getting. He's been getting about, 20, about 20 to 23 carries per game. Um, touches actually to be more exact. So I would definitely try him out there. This Falcons defense isn't exactly the most intimidating. So I think definitely think this could be a good Henry game. But obviously, if game script does not go well, if the game does get out of hand, that's when it gets hard. Like if they're down fourteen, down twenty one, it takes Derrick Henry out of the game. They don't have time to like ground and pound guys when they're trailing. So. That's the only thing you risk when you play De- uh, Derrick Henry in these types of matchups. Um, the next 1 o'clock game we have, we have the Patriots heading up to upstate New York against the Buffalo Bills. Um, this Bills defense has been very stingy. Obviously, it's been a really good defense, but it's the Patriots' Um Obviously, I don't think this is the week you're going to, you know, really want to start Brady. Obviously, I don't think most people drafted Brady as their only quarterback. Uh, Obviously, I like a lot of better options streaming-wise than Brady. I like Daniel Jones uh, better this week. I like Case Keenum. There's a lot of better ways you could go than starting Brady in this spot just because you don't know how the game script's really going to go. Obviously, the Patriots have no issues grinding this game out, winning a game 14-7 if they have to, so... Um, I think in this game they'll rely on their defense to keep the bills in check. So I personally um you know you're not really trying to start Brady. You can start Josh Gordon, uh, definitely, but obviously he draws a tough assignment this game. Um Philip Dorsett, I think he's definitely in flex territory. Julian Edelman you'll play, obviously. And um Sony Michelle's kind of been struggling. Like I said, it's a tough defense. It's not the greatest response for Sony. Not really crazy about him this week. Do like James White in PPR though, definitely. Aside from that, Bills, uh, Josh Allen against this Patriots defense, I think they limit him. They're going to force him to play quarterback and throw the ball. I actually don't like Josh Allen this week. I would get away from him. I don't really like any of the Bills running backs or wide receivers. I'd like to get away from Buffalo. Completely, if possible, in this situation. Don't like them in this spot. Um, the next game we have, you have the Kansas City Chiefs Charger. Yeah, traveling to Detroit to face the Detroit Lions. Um, yeah. The Lions' defense has been really good this year. Obviously, you're going to start the the Chiefs. Chiefs are going to play great. They're going to score at least 30 points on everybody they play. And because of that, I definitely... You're going to start all of them. There's nothing to worry about. The Chiefs' defense is the other side. I guess the the, the theory with the Chiefs, if you look at every game they play, it's usually been high over-unders, and there's been a lot of fantasy points being scored by the opposing team. Even Jacksonville, if you look at Gardner Minshew coming in that first game, week one, there was still a lot of scoring. I think Jacksonville might have had 21, 28 points. Um, So with that, you always want to definitely heavily start the guys on the other team. Uh, This could be a good week for Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones. Uh, Obviously, TJ Hawkinson hasn't really done much outside of his week one performance. But like I said, he's a tight end in a big role where he can have a lot of production. So I would definitely start him. Um, Stafford, yeah, definitely not a bad week to stream him against his team. They're going to be trailing. They're going to have to throw the ball a lot. I don't see why not. Um, And his team against running backs has been bad as well, as you saw with Mark Ingram getting three touchdowns. I I think you could definitely go with on Johnson. This could be a good week for him. I like the Lions this week against them, plain and simple. And with the Chiefs, it's pretty much self-explanatory. You're starting all of them, obviously, Demarcus Robinson, Patrick Mahomes, Mechel Hardman, Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey. What I will tell people to to kind of limit is – Obviously, it is hard for all of those receivers to pop on any given day. So, you'll know, obviously, Kelsey has a defined role. He'll most likely be one of the top three guys in targets. Guys like Nicole Hardman, Demarcus Robinson, they may receive less targets, and they may only get five, you know, four targets in a game. However, four or five targets in the Kansas City offense can lead to 100-yard games and a touchdown. So, you know, if you play with Mahomes, good things could definitely happen. So, those guys, you know definitely worth playing if you don't have anything better 100 um, in terms of the running back situation it looks like shady mccoy is going to play i have no idea um the status on damian williams i don't think he's going to play right now i don't think he's practiced at all this week he didn't practice all last week i think he's a little more banged up than more people may have may think actually um if that's the case i would definitely suggest if you have Daryl williams pick him up stash him on the back of your bench he may be someone that just may end up getting more play time than we expect. Like I said, he's playing in a backfield with two very injury-prone guys who have already gotten hurt this year, and they'll be on the injury report all year. So that's definitely someone you should – he probably was not picked up in most of the leagues. Like I know in one of my leagues I woke up this morning, he was there, I picked him up, stashed him on my bench, and he's going to stay there until I have reason not to keep him so definitely keep him on your bench see what happens check on pregame reports if any reason shady mccoy is out you could definitely plug him into your lineup and start him uh, sunday morning like just set it and forget it but uh on to the next game we have raiders traveling to indianapolis to face on the, the indianapolis colts um this raiders team is dog shit it's garbage um Obviously, the Colts are starting to pile up a lot of injuries on their defense, so I do think there's going to be some fantasy relevant relevancy on this game. I don't like Josh Jacobs in this in his spot. This team has been very stingy against the run, but I do like Tyrell Williams. Could definitely play him. I think uh, safety Malik Hooker will be out this game, so hopefully they'll be able to get the ball downfield to him. Derek Carr has only really seemed to have a nice connection with him and the tight end during Waller. So outside of those guys, you're not really playing any other Raiders. Um, the Colts, T.Y. Hilton is a game-time decision. It's more so looking like uh, you got to monitor that situation closely. I would say he's, T.Y. has been in this situation a lot of times throughout his career. Usually I would say the statistics are 70% of the time he plays, 30% of the time he doesn't. But I would definitely – I would definitely – if he plays, you play him. If he doesn't play, I don't like Jacoby Brissett or any of the guys, any of the wide receivers in that group. So you kind of got to fade all of them depending upon if T.Y. plays. And not only if he plays, but if he's actually healthy. If he's just out there as a decoy, his offense may not actually be as effective. We we may have – Wish or have, may have seen like in the previous weeks with him in the lineup, so definitely pay attention to that. See what happens, but um, yeah, get away from that. I like Marlon Mack. Like I said, regardless of what what game script grip is gonna be, I think Marlon Mack's gonna continue to get a heavy workload on his team as long as Jacoby resets the quarterback. Not not any indictment on him, but that's the that's their plan to control the game and um, you know, keep their defense off the field. So yeah, that's not really a super fantasy relevant game. Uh the next thing we have Chargers at Dolphins. Um, I think the 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 the, the scenarios the past couple of weeks has just been when your team when a team faces the Dolphins, you start all your guys, that's gonna be their best week in fantasy. Obviously, I think Keenan Allen's great matchup for him. Obviously, you're gonna start him, you can start Phillip Rivers, definitely start Eckler. This is the last of the Eckler full time show. Definitely get your, you know, get the reward for drafting him where you got him, and you know, get one more solid performance out of him. I even think this game could get so out of hand. Uh, Justin Jackson may actually, who's been playing pretty well this 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 year, he hasn't uh, shown a lot on the fantasy um fantasy stats because he hasn't really been getting goal like uh, touchdowns. But uh, I think might, like maybe three or four of his touchdowns got called back to like penalties. So he's one of those guys that's. Just had, like, terrible luck, like, terrible touchdown luck. Um, there's a week where that would come back and, you know, he'll get some good karma, it would be against the Dolphins. So, yeah, definitely start start your chargers. Uh, don't like Mike, Mike Williams. But yeah, obviously, you got to wait until he we find out what's good with him being healthier and whatnot. But um, start your chargers. Uh, bench, your, bench your Dolphins. You're not starting any Dolphins. On to the next game, we have the Redskins against the Giants. This is another sneakily could have shootout potential type of game. Um, You have two bad defenses, and then you have somewhat bad quarterback play by Case Keenum, who I think will actually be a good fantasy quarterback this this week against this Giants defense. Uh, You also saw what Jameis Winston did last week against them; he was just throwing it up. They looked horrible. Um, I think the Giants' defense almost gave that game away with like 30 seconds. This defense can be thrown on, obviously. So I actually liked all the Redskins. Like Terry McLaurin's been a top 20 fantasy receiver. This will probably be a big hundred yard game for him, and at least a touchdown against the Giants' defense. Um, I also like um, I like um, Paul Richardson. The deep threat This this Giants' defense. Like I said, cannot defend anything deep down the field. I think he'll. This is a good spot for him. And in Case Keenum. This is a good bounce-back bounce back game. Like I said, they got embarrassed on Monday night. Look for him to be aggressive, come back, and, and play a good game. And I also really, 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 really love Adrian Peterson, especially in standard leagues. Um, Like I said, if you've seen last year, I think in the same spot, Adrian Peterson ran for like over 100 yards against the Giants, could not stop him, and I would say this defense may be even worse than they were last year. So this is a good spot to plug Adrian Peterson in if possible. Um, In terms of the Giants, with Daniel Jones into the lineup, hopefully you were able to scoop him. I definitely think he could possibly be a good rest of the season quarterback for people. And it's not because I think the Giants are just all of a sudden some world beater, but the way he plays the position, he's not afraid to run. He's able to scramble for extra yards. Obviously, I think he'll be able to get a couple rushing touchdowns this year. And more importantly, the offense, he's just a very accurate passer. So I think this offense will definitely move down the field. Um, I, like, I like I like I like Daniel Jones. I like Sterling Shepard. I love Evan Ingram now, and I think with Daniel Jones at the helm, Evan Ingram's now able to has potential to catapult into the the mold of a top three, maybe even top number one tight end in the, in the league in terms of fantasy production. So I like him in his role. This will be the last game without Golden Tate, but I definitely think they could turn it up on his Redskins defense. So. I'm big on the Giants this week. Not big on Wayne Gallman, who has never really showed us anything. He'll be filling in for the injured Saquon Barkley. However, like I said, uh, he's had possessions. He's had uh, instances where he where, you know, got the line share of the touches pre-Saquon Barkley era and hasn't really done anything. Now, while I think he should be a little better, he has more experience. He has a little more seasoning. The offensive line is a lot better than it was back then. I think you should uh, you know, lower expectations while this redskins defense is dog shit the best part of it i would say is that defensive line so if there's something they can stop it is the run most likely so we'll see what happens against against the giants but uh yeah start that game that might be the bonanza of the week in terms of getting points out of um the next game we have we have browns at ravens browns are traveling to Baltimore. Um, you're gonna start all your Ravens that you've been starting. I don't think this Browns team really scares anybody. Starting Lamar, you're starting, Mark. You're starting Mark Ingram. I think he can have a good game against his defense. Um, and you'll start Hollywood Brown if you believe in him. I don't like him because he draws Denzel Ward this week, but I think um, Hollywood has that like just world class game speed, which impossible to cover him for that long so um i like him as a, as a flex no more than that though you could definitely get away from him if you have better options you're going to start your browns however baker mayfield is on timeout right now and i'm saying that because i've had baker mayfield in the league where he's cost me too many games and until i see any inclination at this browns defense a browns offense is getting this shit together baker mayfield's on timeout and you should have him on timeout I definitely think you could drop him there's no reason to keep him on your roster if he pops later go for it but definitely not worth keeping on your roster in any scenario keep him cut him um yeah and you could definitely even pick him up if the offense picks up later definitely you go look into that but i'm not sure when it's weeks, like maybe week eight i believe but it's just not worth keeping it we're almost halfway into the season hasn't produced uh this offensive line is dog crap um Stay away from Baker. You're obviously starting Odell, but outside of that, Jarvis Landry. Can't start him. Um, Nick Chubb, who I think has probably been the only fantasy bright spot of this team, even though he hasn't really gotten a lot of touchdowns. Um, you You can start Nick Chubb. That's about the only guy outside of this so we'll see what happens in this matchup i don't think this raven's defense is as good as people think especially in the secondary so like i said the receiver odell may be able to have a good game i think he should but i definitely do not you know do not like do not trust baker do not trust him but on to the next game we have we have panthers at texans panther traveling to houston um cam newton's gonna be out for this game obviously he's already been announced I like the Panthers without Cam Dutton right now. The receivers are making plays. The quarterback's getting the ball to them accurately and quickly, and they're making plays after the catch. I like Curtis Samuel as a flex. Love DJ Moore, wide receiver, too. This Texans defense hasn't really shown to us that they're you know, much better. And remarkably, there's no reason they should be. I think they're a very overrated defense. Outside of J.J. Watt, they haven't really done much and not really getting too much pressure on a on quarterback. So definitely – I I I like the Panthers. I like McCaffrey in this situation. And in terms of the Texans, I like this. This is, this is another game that has sneaky shootout potential. Uh, I think Hopkins has a bounce back game. I think um, I think um, I think Deshaun Watson has a good game. Um, and I think you may actually be able to have someone like Will Fuller catch a bomb this week. I like him. If you need an upside flex play, definitely like Will Fuller. Um, Carlos Hyde. This is a Somewhat stout Carolina run defense, but um, you could do worse than Carlos Hyde. I think he'll, I think he'll actually play good. I think I will actually have a good matchup against his defense. Um, and yet, yeah, I miss anybody. Greg Olson, obviously, he's been pretty well rolling back the final. I, I like the Panthers. I like, I like the the young talent. I think this is a good, good sneakily shootout game. Looking forward to that game. In the 4 o'clock window, we have the Buccaneers traveling to the Los Angeles Coliseum to take on the Rams. Uh, I think this is another one of those, like, caution, buyer beware games with Jameis Winston. Uh, outside of Mike Evans, if you could get away from Jameis, get away from Jameis this week. Uh, Obviously, you're going to start Mike Evans. I think you'll start Chris Godwin if you got him. But outside of that, the running backs you cannot touch until there is some clear con- cohesion where somebody says this is a lead back. Because right now, it, it appears Bruce Arians is giving the ball to whoever has a hot hand that day. Even if they're not even running that well, whatever. So I there's just no way to tell who's going to get the Lions' share that day. Last week, it was... um. Uh, uh, Ronald Jones. Week before that was Peyton Barber, and to me, it's just too dangerous for you to risk finding out, and your your guy maybe only getting like ten carries. So, get away from those running backs. Um, OJ Howard been pretty lackluster to say the least. But as a tight end, you know you don't usually have a lot of better options. So if you do, which is probably rare, if you're able to take Will Disley, maybe. That may be a better option. But outside of that, you're probably going to have to start him. In terms of the Rams, uh, we're starting to see Cooper Cup emerge, who's starting to look like he's going to be one of the top three fantasy players in fantasy this year. Um, I love him in this matchup. I think Cooper Cup's going to be the new team MVP, kind of how girly was uh, the pre- previous two years. I think they're going to definitely run through Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup's going to have a huge, huge game, huge, huge season. And this is going to be another game in the way of that in, – in the – that's gonna be a part of that. Um, I think Robert Woods could have a bounce back game. I like Robert Woods. Um, and Goff could definitely have a good game back at home. Like I said, he's good at home, not always the best player on the road. Definitely could be a bounce back game. In terms of Gurley, don't like Gurley um at all. Um, if we've seen anything from this Tampa Bay defense, they've been able to shut down the run. Even before Saquon Barkley got hurt, we saw that that defense was really not letting anybody get through. Uh, they got a lot of big guys in the middle on that defense. Really, really tough. Really wouldn't really suggest starting Gurley in this matchup. Get away from it if you can. Obviously, most likely you can't, but very down on Gurley this week. Um, the next matchup we have Seattle traveling to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Um, obviously, this is one of those matchup, this is one of those game script dependent teams. Uh, I think Seattle wants to run the ball as much as they can with the lead. But if they fall down big, which I don't necessarily think is super possible with this Arizona team, then, you know, Russell Wilson will throw the ball, obviously, like we saw last week. We threw the ball 50 times. Um, I would say to assume game script will be this game be in this game where the Cardinals are trailing, I would assume. That's safe to assume. In that case, you're going to want to start Chris Carson while I think he the fumbling issue has been troublesome, I w- I don't think they're gonna take him off the leash. I don't think they're gonna put him in a doghouse yet and say, "Hey, you're not the starter anymore." But he's definitely on watch. Um, you're gonna start him, obviously. But if you have Chris Carson, like I do, in one league, make it your priority to get Rashad Penny. I actually just made a trade for Rashad Penny. I got him on my team. He's sitting on my bench. If anything happens to Chris Carson, or Chris Carson keeps this up, Rashad Penny stands to be the biggest benefactor um we've seen spurts of what he could do last year he's very explosive back could actually be a league winner depending on what happens because like i said we do know whoever the seattle lead back is is going to get a very very healthy workload so that's invaluable so you got to make sure you have that back at all times especially if you own chris carson but um yeah you'll start tyler lockett I think the DK Metcalf hype is dying down. And I think Russell Wilson has a regular game, not what he not nowhere close to what he did last year last week. Um in terms of Cardinals, I don't think the Seattle defense is that good. Obviously, you can start Kyler Murray, he's an average middle of the pack starter. Um, David Johnson, you're starting. Uh Fitzgerald's been amazing. I think he could he'll continue that. But I definitely look for this to be a big Christian Kirk breakout game. He's been getting a lot of targets in this offense. Really impressive wide receiver. I think he's Think this is a coming out party against a not so great Seattle defense. Um and yeah. I think um sorry, I lost my train of thought. I think that it could be a somewhat high scoring game. Definitely like that. Um the next thing we have we have the Vikings traveling to Chicago. Um I think it's a trap game. And when I say that, it's because not that much has changed between this Chicago I mean this this Vikings defense now and last year. And I remember Mitchell Trubisky, as garbage as he was last year, this year, he lit them up at home or on the road. And I think for some reason, when somebody has their number, sometimes they just have your number. I think they'll be just fine taking advantage of this Vikings defense. So I think this could be a really, 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 really good game. for. Um, and you're obviously not going to start him because it's been too – It's you can't do more than flex David Montgomery, but I think this could be a big David Montgomery game. Um, I think they're going to scheme to get the ball to them as much as you they can. They're not going to try and have Mitch throw it all over the yard, but I think this is a big game for Allen Robinson. I think the Bears could actually score some points on this team. Just a gut feeling, so I start Allen Robinson, Mitch Trubisky. Eh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm never going to tell you to start Nick Mitch Trubisky, so no. But I like David Montgomery in the flex. Uh, the Vikings, obviously, I think this Bears defense is just really, really good, and. This may be the first bad Dalvin Cook game. I think obviously you're gonna start him, but Kirk Cousins you're getting away from. Um, I think Thielen you can definitely start and Diggs. I think you start both of them this week. I think they can have good games, but definitely gonna be a tough game. I think the game plan from the Bears will just be have Kirk Cousins beat us. I think he has a little more throwing volume, but like I said, I don't know what he'll actually do with more pass attempts. So you know we'll get away from that. Um. Yeah. Jaguars at Broncos. A lot of the four o'clock games are kind of gross. <laughs> um. Gardner Minshew's been legit. Um. And from what we've seen, like I said, the expectations coming in was that this Denver defense was going to be really good. Um. They weren't able to sack the quarterback once last week, which is like crazy. Not once. I. I'm not sure what's going on in Denver. I'm not sure what the the coaches instilling into these guys they haven't been the aggressive denver bronco defense that we used to once know and love so um in terms of offensive fantasy production um i think you could get away with starting dj Chark. you got to downgrade him i don't know uh how the coverage will be geared towards him but um you know i think you start if you were starting jaguars wide receivers you're going to keep starting them i don't think this team has shown any inclination to not have Gardner Mintry throw the ball. He's been throwing the ball the same way they would have if Foles was, and they're not limiting his pass attempts. They're not going to a more run heavy offense. So I definitely think you could start him. Um, you know, just lower expectations with those guys. Chark has been phenomenal, far phenomenal so far this season. I don't know. I think it's unfair to expect him to continue scoring touchdowns at this rate, but you know, there's a lot worse you could do than DJ Chark. Some of the Broncos, um, like I said, I don't know what this Jaguars defense will look like on Sunday. I think it's safe to assume that Jalen Ramsey's not going to be playing. It's a bunch of excuses keep coming up. Apparently, he just had a baby. Um, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Honestly, I have no clue. But, um, you know, I don't think this is a bench here, guys. I think you could start Sanders. Um, Obviously, downgrade him. And I think you could start Cortland Sutton, too. Um, The running backs. I, I, Philip Lindsay showing a little bit of resurgence. I think you'll start him, and as an RB two low end, I think um, I think uh, Royce Freeman <sighs> low low end desperation flex. I don't like him in this. Don't like him in this matchup. Even though he's getting a lot of work, he's getting involved in the passing game. Not really thrilled about him against this Jaguars defense. Um, the next matchup we have, and this is a night. A night slate. We have the Cowboys at Saints. Um, I actually think this game is going to be a little um, deceiving. Uh, this Saints defense, we saw kind of like kind of keep Seattle in check for most of that game last week. I think this is a good defense. I think they're going to have to rely on their defense. And with Teddy Bridgewater, I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is a risky enough quarterback to turn the ball over. Really, he's a game manager. He's not going to really um, you know make that big mistake. He's not going to really throw the ball downfield. And with that being said. I don't know if this game is you know, a, re- a super shootout. like Maybe we would have expected if maybe Drew Brees was a quarterback. Um, while I do think this is, could be a really big Zeke game, I think um, they've been holding back with him. He's been like quietly averaging like over 100 yards every game. Just hasn't really fell into the end zone a lot. I think this could be a multiple touchdown Zeke game against his uh, Saints defense. I think they're going to rely on him. Um, obviously, <laughs> the the cornerbacks are kind of sorry. Except for uh, Latimore, you know, the secondary is pretty sorry. You got P.J. Williams, who continues to get bullied by opposing quarterbacks every week. So, you know, and Eli Apple is just, God. So there's definitely things that, there's definitely um, points that could be had by these uh, Dallas wide receivers. I know Gallup's still out, but I definitely think Amari Cooper could still be productive. I think Dak definitely still be productive, whether he gets it done with his arm or with the rushing definitely could still see you starting him in this uh, in spot and in terms of the saints um obviously this cowboys defense was phenomenal last year they shut this whole team down we'll see what happens this year it's a new year but uh, um obviously i think you can start mike michael thomas but with camara that 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 defensive front for the um cowboys was a little vicious last year and they they were able to kind of contain him, so I would definitely say with Kamara, lower your expectations, but obviously, you're going to trot him out there, but this could definitely be a down game for Kamara. Um, and yeah, last game we have on the slate, we have the Bengals at Steelers, the Dookie Bowl, basically. Um, you're going to start your Bengals. While the Steelers defense is improved with the addition of uh, Micah, Minka Fitzpatrick, it's you know, at some point, I don't think this offense—I don't trust this offense to be able to continue and sustain long drives, and because of that, I think this defense is going to be on the field, and they're just more prone to be to prone to uh, make mistakes at this rate. So for this a uh, Monday night slate, obviously, I think you could get away with flexing John Ross. Um, obviously Tyler Boyd's a wide receiver too. Um, you're yeah, obviously not waiting all weekend to start Andy Dalton. I'd hope not. But I think I like Joe Mixon in this spot. I think he could have a good game. Showed a couple signs of life last year against the uh, last week against the Bills. Saw him making a lot of plays, uh, catching a couple passes. He was a lot more effective on the ground than he was in the previous weeks. Um, In terms of the Steelers, like I said, I did not like what I saw from Mason Rudolph. I do not think he's (laughs) a—I mean, I'm going to give—this is the one-week exception. Last week he was on the road. It was the first start. But if we see more of what we saw last week where he's struggling, I think, like, at half, he only had, like, 40 yards of, or 20 yards of offense after a half. If he continues to show that, you got to be very worried. So, obviously, like, Juju Smith-Schuster, you got to kind of go into Monday, you know, holding your breath. I mean, depending on what my situation is in my league, depending on how much I'm down or up. I may even go as far to benching him for John Ross, depending on how much I'm down, just through the upside, because I definitely think Juju's upside is limited with Mason Rudolph at the quarterback position rather than Ben. So normally this would be a delicious matchup, but you know. But at the same time, I definitely think James Conner could play good. This is Bengals defense can't stop the run, so. If there's anybody that could benefit, I definitely think you could see a heavy load of James Conner, maybe a little bit of Jalen Samuels sprinkled in there. But yeah, outside of those guys, Juju Smith-Schuster, you're not starting any of the Steelers. And yeah, I think that's it for all the games, man. Um, I'm just season's going fast. Like I said, it's been a real, real, real blast. I'm excited. Um, I hope you guys are doing well. Like I said, keep hitting me up in the DMs for random fantasy questions, random fantasy advice. I really enjoy. Uh, interacting with a few guys that's been doing that um hit me up on twitter if y'all have to i'm open on that uh channel as well and best of luck man good luck this week four let me know how you guys are doing in your leagues and i will hear from you guys next week till then have a great weekend have a great sunday and good luck peace out